Welcome to the Family Huddle Podcast. We understand family was God's design, and yet, our families can often be the place in our lives where we're the most ungodly. In this podcast, we're hoping you find encouragement from God's Word, as well as practical ways the gospel can touch down in your own life, your home, and your family. We also hope to share some laughter, great stories, and let you know you're not alone, no matter your season or circumstances. Well, hello, friends, and actually, Merry Christmas. We are Travis and Stephanie Armstrong. Welcome to the Family Huddle Podcast. We are so excited to be with you, and this is probably going to be airing just days before Christmas, Um, so we're excited to wish you a Merry Christmas in this episode a little bit, Mm -hmm. but also we have some fun... um, well, it's news. It's also a little bit of a transition time yeah. here in um, marriage ministries at Grace. Yeah. And you will know who we're talking about because our podcast opens every week. They're that familiar voice at the beginning of the That's podcast right. that you've come to know and love. With Rochelle. She yeah. has been just a dear ministry partner yes. of yours. For over a decade. Yeah. And ours, I would say. Mm-hmm. We've, of course, grown to love her and her family and... Um, you just have the unique privilege of having had her on staff first as a single gal, yeah, yeah. and then she, of course, met Jr. Her awesome husband Jr. and you got to marry them, and now they are a family of four with one on mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. And just so, a little funny note on Jr. Being from Texas, <laughs> one of the things that was huge was a oh gosh, what was the name of the TV show? Dallas. But it was like yes, who <laughs> I shot Jr. I knew JR. where you were going. <laughs> yes. Jr. didn't ask for this little plug about no, he didn't. His connection to that TV show, he has no connection, but it's just he a has funny... no connection, but it's just a funny <laughs> non-connection moment. But Rochelle and Jr. have been awesome. Again, the yes. privilege and honor to marry those two off. Yeah. Um, I get the assist. For not only like the meeting, <laughs> oh, really, um, I, sort of. Well, I guess kind of, right? Ministry. Yeah. They met in a ministry circle. I don't know if she <clears> or <throat> Jared would agree with that, but I'm just going to go assume credit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are um, we are excited for them because they are going to welcome a third into they their are. family here in the spring, and with that, Rochelle is transitioning off of the team here Mm -hmm. at Grace and will be um, home with their kids, which is really exciting. Um, We're thrilled for them, thrilled for their kids, thrilled for just what that means in their their life Mm -hmm. and their world. Sad for us. Sad for us, and no doubt she will be missed, and those are big shoes to fill. They are, yeah. Yeah. She's been an amazing ministry partner for so many years, like you said, 10 years, and time. you guys had time together in student ministries, and then when family ministries became an opportunity you moved together mm-hmm. so she um she has just been a part of everything and she her has. fingers are all over yeah so we're gonna miss her mm-hmm. in case she didn't catch that um we're thrilled about her new stage in life and all that god's gonna do for them but we're sure gonna miss her and so our podcast is going to be changing mm-hmm. um we will be on just a little bit of a hiatus here as we of course get through the holidays but then um we'll be getting kind of going through a new transition in January and figuring out what that's going to look like for the Mm -hmm. podcast. So Mm -hmm. we, by, how how should we say this? By God's grace, (laughs) we'll be back. We will. But we don't exactly know the timing and how that's all going to work out. So keep uh, keep subscribing to the podcast. And then as soon as we're back. 
as you think about us, pray for us too as we look to yeah. hire somebody. Yeah, new chapter. New chapter. So, all right. Well, tonight, um, this being kind of our last podcast of uh, 2022, yeah. we want to cover maybe one more lie. Yeah. Yeah, a lie that uh, has to pertain specifically with with marriage. And I think this one in particular might be really timely mm-hmm. in light of the current season we're in with Christmas. Yep. But here's the lie that sometimes couples can believe about marriage, and it goes like this. You marry the person, not their family. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> right. <laughs> Spoiler alert. You do marry the person. You also are now tied to their family, yeah. <laughs> both families. Mm-hmm. Kind of a package deal. Yeah, really is. And I think... Um, you know, it's it's something when you fall in love with somebody, you get to know them, mm-hmm, you're kind mm-hmm. of in your own little world, and you start dreaming about your world together, and sometimes it's a real, like, reality check, reality check. depending on what kind of relationships you have with your own parents uh-huh. and family, but it can be a reality check of, oh, yeah, yeah, we have to factor in more than just the two of us mm-hmm. for the rest of our lives. Yeah. We're going to be impacted by... You know, each other's families That's of right. origin. And there's so many different movies out there that kind of depict this whole in-laws and what yeah. it looks like or maybe <laughs> the experience of it. I mean, I think one that pops into my head, and again, I don't advocate for, for this movie, but it's Meet the Parents yeah. with Ben Stiller. Yeah. And at the end, he's telling her dad, frankly, sir, I'm a little terrified about like being a part of your family because you scare me (laughs) right right he was a scary character in that movie (laughs) like a cia guy like a cia yeah that would be that would be tricky to have a cia agent as your father-in-law future Mm father-in-law always spying on you yeah always knowing your every move right knowing a whole lot about your history yeah well and i think sometimes we can look at movies and we can you know automatically frame up in our mind what we think you know, the in-law experience is going to be like. Yeah. And um, and sometimes I think it's a little distorted and twisted by culture. Absolutely. And, of course, you know, biblically, we have a framework, right, of how right. we are to um, view parents. Mm-hmm. And there is um, an expectation, there's a command that we are to honor our fathers and our mothers, right? Yeah. And yeah. so that doesn't change just because we get married, it looks a little different mm-hmm. than when we're kids growing up in our parents' homes. But um, you know, the world, the worldly view of in-laws is, is certainly different because there's not that impetus there. There's not right. that expectation that you know you have to honor them. It's sort of like, well, if you like them, I guess spend time with them, and if you don't, then run the opposite direction. Yeah. But as believers, we don't subscribe to that. Right. Um, now, certainly there's you know times and a place for healthy boundaries and all of that. But we are called to honor our parents, mm-hmm. and we're called to love them and to care for them. Yeah. And that certainly will impact um, our marriages. Yeah. And especially as we get older and our parents get older. Right. Yeah, the fifth commandment uh, isn't nullified just because you say, I do. Right. Um, it looks different, the relationship, yep. but we're still called to honor our parents. Um, yep. And the way that we honor our parents, I think the best is by holding to scripture, mm-hmm. which says, a man shall leave his mother and father, be joined to his wife, and you shall become one flesh. So there is a leaving and cleaving that I think is very mm-hmm. significant and important for couples that may not understand what does that mean, Yeah. right? That you, you leave mom and dad and therefore you become independent mm-hmm. of their provision and their care. Because now you're able to stand on your own two feet and care and provide 
for someone for someone else mm-hmm. for each other yeah yeah so i think that i think that's really critical uh, yeah. and understand that and i think too another part that people don't realize is you're indelibly <laughs> stamped with the dna of your home life mm-hmm. right so who you are has been greatly shaped mm-hmm. by mom and dad mm-hmm. for better or worse that's right and yeah. so a lot of couples if you're like you want to know what she's like or gonna be like 20, 30 years down the road, look at mom and dad. And same for the guy. Yeah, and certainly that's not, you know, a verbatim. Always the case. Right, but but often some of the tendencies, some of the um, maybe personality traits, maybe a bent, mm-hmm. we're, we're more like our parents than we even realize. Yeah. And, you know, a, a lot of the reason that we're um, – What's the word I'm looking for? That we're influenced mm-hmm. by our parents, um, and maybe we don't realize it, is we just pick up so much from our environment as we grow up, yeah. right? So there are things that they teach us, and then there are things that they model to us, and we catch that. Yep. And so often we will react to something in marriage kind of out of instinct, Mm-hmm. And sometimes not even know like I don't I don't know why I have that reaction to this situation. But if we trace it back, it's often because well I didn't grow up with this, or yeah. I didn't. Uh, that's not how my parents would have handled it. And so we just kind of instinctively go where we've been mm-hmm. before, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said, for better or for worse. And so sometimes we have to really trace the root and go, okay, it, that may be what we're used to, mm-hmm. but is that the right response? Is that you know, a biblical response is that for this situation and this person that you're married to, yeah. an appropriate response. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's just those aha moments you have in marriage where you look at the other person and go, why do you think that way? Why do you do things that way? And then you go spend time with that person's parents. Yeah. And it's like, now I get it. Yeah. Or their siblings. <laughs> the too. apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> And that's not, again, that's not a, a good or bad thing. It's just saying you are influenced, as you were saying, mm-hmm. by your home life. Yep. And you have to, I think, um, you have to take that into account when you are thinking about getting married mm-hmm. um, and certainly after you're married. Yeah. And I think, you know, what we aren't saying, especially for those couples who are maybe dating, um, you know, uh, we can't use somebody's family against them right so sometimes you know you might fall in love with somebody and truthfully they come from a rough family yeah and you know you have to factor in like okay am i going to be able to to deal with handle this and deal with them the Mm -hmm. rest of my life Mm -hmm. and um you know that by god's grace the answer might be yes yeah you know he will help us do this or there may be some real red flags that you know you realize i don't think i can do this yeah but we don't want to just write people off either right? because they come from maybe dysfunction, right? Totally true. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful you didn't write me off, even though it came from a broken home. <laughs> right. No. You didn't hold that against me or say, oh, well, he's not you know, eligible anymore in my no. mind because of his past home life. No. And you know, I think what God has certainly showed us and taught us over the years is, you know, we're all, we're so quick to make judgments about maybe a decision that we were never around for. Right. And we may look at it, you know, 20 years later and think, oh, I wouldn't have done this, wouldn't have done that. But 
over time, I think, as you get to know people, mm-hmm. you maybe start to understand and appreciate that a lot of people did the best they could with yep. what they knew yep. at the time, right? And so, um, you know, certainly as Christians, we have been shown so much grace right. by the Lord. And therefore, we are to be also gracious, right? Yeah. And to extend that same grace that we have been shown. That's right. So I think we have to remember that with each other's families, mm-hmm. not yeah. just specifically <laughs> you and I, but right. everybody who's married. Like, it's very easy to see things from the perspective of you and your family, mm-hmm. and not so easy to see it from the perspective of your spouse right. and their family. Right. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, we know that we're heavily influenced by our family of origin, but we also know, too, that people can change. Yes. Uh, people can learn and grow. Yep. Um, and they don't have to repeat the same mistakes that maybe they saw at home. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a part of their present nor their future. Yeah. So we want to we want to acknowledge that, okay, your home life it does shape you in big ways, mm-hmm. no doubt, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be the very thing that defines you no. or, or directs your future. Right, and, and let's never forget that our God is a God, a redemptive God, right? right. And he is a builder also, mm-hmm. he's a master builder. He can take a mess and turn it into something. Mm-hmm. And um, there's nothing and no one too broken that he cannot change. Right. Um, but I think we have to recognize that he's the one who does the changing. Yeah. Right. And yep. so we also don't want to marry somebody thinking that, okay, once we get our hands on them <laughs> and their family, yeah. we're just going to fix this whole scenario. Uh-huh. Like that is a recipe for disaster <laughs> because that is not going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I think God who changes. So, so true. And I think, you know, what a lot of couples struggle with is once they do get married, uh, now they have these new family members, mm-hmm. right? For better or worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they don't know how to navigate those relationships, mm-hmm. especially when they're all together at Christmas or yeah. Thanksgiving or special occasions or whatever it might be. Yeah. It's like, how do I deal with this difficult in-law, right? Yeah. Um, how do we, how do we um, spend time together knowing that our time spent with one another is not always easy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what can we do to help, um, to help uh, our family um, navigate through some of that, mm-hmm. and it was a you know a really really great questions. And I think as you mentioned, we have to show um, people an extra measure of grace. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes the hardest thing is obviously not for the natural born child to go home for Christmas mm-hmm. because they're used to their family. Right. It's the other person. It's the spouse going to the in laws, going. Wait a minute. We don't do Christmas this way. Right. We don't put the lights on the tree that way. We don't watch that kind of show. <laughs> we don't have those kind of treats. We don't eat that kind of food. Um, what's happening here? This is nothing like what I was brought up with. Right. So, so there's just all that kind of stuff, all these things to work through, all these different dynamics. And um, it, can be, it can be hard. It can be really hard. Yep. And I think, um, you know, we just have to remember that different is different. Mm-hmm. But it's not always wrong. Right. <laughs> right? And so often we can frame things as, I didn't grow up with this, therefore what you're doing is wrong. Right. <laughs> like a very funny example that you and I have encountered is um, one time early in our marriage, a couple times, but this particular time was my first time spending Thanksgiving with your side of the family. Mm-hmm. And you grew up in Texas. Yeah. And I grew up in Iowa. So 
Midwest, but Texas is its own animal, as we all know, yes. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was very, very used to a Midwestern Thanksgiving meal. Mm-hmm. It, it looks pretty much the same house to house. There are tweaks here and there, but it's mostly the same dishes, right? right. And you were raised not only in Texas, but really more South Texas. Yes. Um, and so your Thanksgiving, in my... I'm from the deep South. In my estimation, I felt like, am I even in America? Right. When <laughs> things were being served that were wonderful, just very different. Like black-eyed peas. <laughs> For Thanksgiving. I right. I couldn't wrap my head around that. Um, cornbread with jalapenos. Like, I, again, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. bad. Just right? Just different. different. And so we laughed because I, I really was like, I, I did not prepare myself for this. Right. I just assumed like it'd be a cultural having, shock. Yes, to some the degree. Same dishes that I'm used to, but you know, I think we have to be willing to laugh a little bit. Yeah. And recognize that um, we may be used to something, but that doesn't mean that that's the only way to do something. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. sometimes traditions. You know, this is maybe a funnier thing for you. Right. You married me. I have two sisters, girls, I'm just going to make a general stereotype here. Right. Girls love traditions, and in our home, we really extra love traditions. Right. So we... Almost borderline sinful love traditions. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I thought you were going to say borderline (laughs) obsessive. That I would give you maybe a little bit. (laughs) But we... I didn't even realize how much we loved routine and tradition. Mm Mm-hmm. Until you came into the family because you were the first yeah. son-in-law, and you kind of looked at me like, "Do we have to do it the same right. way every single year?" And I sort of shot back immediately, "We absolutely do. We will never change. <laughs> Whatever it was, get with the program, pal." <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, but it's true. It's it can be it can be hard. I think especially in the first few years of marriage. Yeah. Where you're learning the ropes and you're figuring out, you know, the in-laws and and how they are most assuredly different, and they should be different. Mm-hmm. They're going to be different from your own parents. Yeah. Um, I think coming at it with uh, again an extra measure of grace and patience, and learning to just kind of go with the flow, not making you know mountains out of molehills and going, okay, I can die to you know my own tradition. I can eat and I can bread learn. With jalapenos. I can learn to eat you know crazy food like ham balls and other things <laughs> that are from the Midwest, whatever that is. <laughs> No. Delicious. It is delicious. I, I, uh-huh. I would agree with that. So, but maybe, and you've noticed, you know, as you're listening, you've noticed those differences. If you're married and you've been through the whole, uh, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving routine of having to adjust um, to, to some new things. Yeah. And not having it, you know, always be, you know, your way or your yeah. tradition. Yeah. I, it makes, I get it. That's going to be hard. It makes me think, though, of Romans 12. Verses 16 to 18 says, live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. Sometimes we mm-hmm. can go into a holiday thinking, who are these people? Who are these people? <laughs> you know, especially when they're not our family of origin. And don't think that you know it all. This is the New Living Translation, so it's it's really pulling no punches. Right. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. I think, you know, that is a good word mm-hmm. as we go into holidays mm-hmm. or any any time that we're with um, our in-laws 
um, we have to be as believers. We're called to a different standard, right? right? Like we can't we can't just go in with our flesh and our pride and just kind of bulldoze everybody yeah. to get our way. Yeah. Um, and that can be hard because yeah. sometimes we don't realize we're super opinionated about something until mm-hmm. someone does it differently, and then mm-hmm. we realize, oh, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but this is a good reminder that, um, as Paul says, like, if it's possible, so far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Yeah. And um, I do think that there's just a whole lot of dying to self in those early years of marriage. And mm-hmm. and maybe you don't die to self, and that's why they're rocky. <laughs> yeah. As you get a little older, maybe more mature, sometimes I think we see the bigger picture, right. hopefully a little bit better. I, I just think back to our early days and... Holidays were hard, mm-hmm. just trying to figure out, you know, not only dying to self and and family of origin traditions and all that, but also trying to figure out how does our marriage factor yeah. into this? Right. Because there is the truth that our, our relationship does take priority now. Mm-hmm. Our marriage has to take first priority over our family um, ties, right? Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we just set our family loose and we don't care for them anymore right but we do have to learn to listen to one another uh, we have to be good at communication saying mm-hmm. what it is that's upsetting us or our expectations or whatever because um, I think that sometimes we just all of that stays in our head until one little thing happens and then we explode yeah <laughs> that doesn't usually serve anyone well no and that's no good if that comes out sideways while you're with family mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. now you've got a whole another set of problems that's right uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah but we get it it's tricky to navigate this and to do it well um i don't know that anybody really does it well um but i think we can do it and learn to do it better yeah. um as we understand and discover those differences and uh and really just embrace the fact that people are different yeah um and uh, and kind of go okay. This is the this is the new this is the new uh, reality yeah. of what Thanksgiving and Christmas looks like, and it's all good and well until Crazy Uncle Eddie shows up and just really wrecks the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> to your point, nobody does it perfectly. Nobody does it perfectly. But I do think we can learn to do it well. Yeah. And and better, as you say, like mm-hmm. with every year, we can we can ask the Lord, like, help us to go into this maybe better than last year. Help yeah. us to go into this with um, even just eyes to see others yeah. instead of going in so self-protective of what we want to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that even just reframing that is helpful um, because often we don't, It's well, I shouldn't say we. Yeah. I have been convicted of my own, um, I guess, I don't know if it's a desire as much as it is an instinct <laughs> to mm-hmm. go into a holiday really thinking about myself and what, you know, by the time we leave here, I hope that X, Y, and Z has happened because that would be my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. And when you go in like that and those things don't happen, it's real disappointing. Um, Or they do. And then, you know, you've maybe trampled on 10 people to make it happen. I just think it's a whole different thing when you ask the Lord to help me go in and to serve Mm -hmm. and to love and to see people who are hurting um, or have a need and make that more of a priority because then, you know, I think the Lord can really use us in that situation and, and often will minister back to us. Yeah. 
as we extend ourselves for others. So we have certainly learned a lot over the years. Um, we have. And as kids come into the picture, that changes things changes too. Everything. And so you kind of have to go back to the drawing board mm-hmm. of, okay, what is doable? Yeah. What is reasonable? What is gracious? Yep. Um, all of those things. And so, but I, I will also say, I'm talking a lot on this podcast. No, it's fine. Sorry. <laughs> I will also say, um, I'm going to apologize, but then I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> that as I'm getting older and as we are parents ourselves now, yeah. I am starting to see things a little bit differently Yeah, because there's a part of me now that starts to think, how will this look when the roles are reversed Yeah, and we're the in-laws right. and our kids are coming back to us, right? Mm-hmm. And it's giving me pause. Um, I think also the Lord's helping me be a little bit more gracious yeah. in how maybe I have viewed things before um, with our in-law situations, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because now I'm realizing it's going to happen to me too. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to be somebody's in-law, I hope. I'm also going to be somebody's parent for the rest of their life. And right. so, um, you yeah. know, I just think with age sometimes comes maturity so and maybe I'd go back and do things a little differently. Yeah. And I think just to point out one example of how we've had to kind of like figure out our new reality has been when we introduce kids into the picture and how do we do that, you know? Um, so it's like you come from all girl home. Yeah. I come from all boy home. <laughs> yeah. Your parents are used to all girls. Yeah. My parents used to all boys. Yeah. Well, we have three boys. Yeah. And when we and spend a girl. and a girl, but our three boys are definitely different from what maybe your parents are used to mm-hmm. with, with regards to this is who they, they had in their home. And so it's like, how do we do this? Yeah. And that's fun. It's, 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 I say fun. It's been tricky at times, but I think it's also been really. I think it's also been really good for for all of us. Yeah, well, we we just have to learn how to think differently. Yeah, right, and how to stretch ourselves beyond maybe what we were used to. Right, and how to appreciate that you know God has made both girls and boys. Yes, <laughs> and there are things about girls and boys that are different. Yes, and yeah, we you know we just we have to learn how to flex we instead do. of be kind of rigid in what we know yeah because it's interesting how the lord will stretch us <laughs> you know he and will give us what we aren't used to it's That's so funny right. how often you and i go back and forth between you know like you said i grew up with sisters so often mm-hmm. i say to you about the boys like what in the world is happening what is happening and there? then there are times that even though you grew up with sisters you know of course you relate differently to ava than i do and yeah. so i sometimes help you see it from her perspective a little differently and (laughs) we're learning yeah and i think you're right i think god throws us not only into a marriage to stretch us and grow us he throws us into a family yeah of new of new people to stretch us and grow us um and i think if we look at it that way Mm -hmm. we'll come out the other side better yeah Um, and hold loosely to stuff yeah i think it's so easy we can end up dying for stuff um, that's like, wait a minute, is this really worth the fight? Mm-hmm. Am I really, am I really going to go there and die on this hill for this, you know, tradition or this whatever? Mm-hmm. When it comes to family time at Christmas or Thanksgiving or whenever we're together, um, but I think we we take the approach of Christ mm-hmm. and we're willing to to go low and we're willing to serve mm-hmm. and we're willing to give up our rights and just say, hey, I'm going to make this a better time for this person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it, it will breathe life 
it will really it really will be um, an encouraging thing. Uh, I think we'll have a whole different experience Mm -hmm. when it comes to what that family time will be like. Yeah, and certainly family is God's idea, mm-hmm. right? He created the family. Yeah. And so it, this is an area where we can't just um, run from it or turn our back to it. Right. Right? And yet we, you know, I do want to acknowledge that there are hard things, too, right. about family. Really and hard the things. the holidays, for whatever reason, usually magnify that stuff. Um, and so you may find yourself in a situation or a season that you didn't want or you weren't expecting or prepared for. And here it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think Jesus is also one of the the greatest examples that we can join in his suffering Yeah. in the fact that he was rejected by his own family. Right. And that was painful. Yep. And, um, you know, certainly he was the son of God, and so he loved them still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the human side of him had to really hurt. Right. From that rejection. And so maybe that's you this Christmas and our hearts go out to you. Um, but you have you have a savior who understands yeah. and can sympathize and is a safe place. Yes. Um, always. Because there are sometimes even family dynamics that just aren't safe. Yeah. And so we want to acknowledge not only do you have a savior that you can um, pour your heart out to, yeah. but the that's the beauty of the church as well. Right. We are the family of God. Mm-hmm. So sometimes our human families are are broken, yeah, and they're hard and it's messy, yeah. Um, but that is the gift of the church is that we can be family. We are family now, sons and daughters yeah. of God, brothers and sisters, in the family of Christ, and so we can turn to one another also, and um, you know, bring invite someone who's alone, um, put our arm around somebody who's hurting. Yeah. And really minister to them. And in the same way that we look to serve maybe our family at Christmas, yeah. um, we also should should look to serve the family of God at That's Christmas right. and see who needs some extra love. Yeah. And also, also, even though we're talking about in-laws tonight or today, I think um, not forgetting to serve our own immediate family, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? As we go into Christmas, maybe right. that's our segue here. Yeah. So we want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Um, don't don't forget to serve one another in marriage. Yeah, that's right. Um, serve your kids. Yeah. And um, see if this holiday season doesn't maybe go a little bit smoother. Maybe it won't. Maybe right. it'll be a test. Sometimes Could years be. are like that. Yeah. And I think as we um, had mentioned in the article we wrote for uh, Neighbors of Eden Prairie, um, maybe the greatest gift you could give your kids mm-hmm. is a healthy marriage. Yeah. And by working on that marriage and making sure you're prioritizing that marriage um, will really be a great benefit and yeah. really maybe even change drastically the temperature in your home over Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the kids will see it, they'll feel it, yeah. and, and that might be uh, a really great gift for them. Yeah. Or for the in laws too. Or for the in laws too. You know, I think. That's that, that can bless everybody mm-hmm. whose you know your life touches. That's right, and it's a free gift in many ways. It's a free financial investment to invest mm-hmm. in one another. It might cost you spiritually and emotionally in other ways, but um, it is something, regardless yeah. of your circumstance, totally that we can all choose to do. And a great way to invest in your marriage is uh, this is really easy. We have a couples' night event on Jan twelfth, yeah, twenty twenty three, and it's for all couples. So if you are married or you are pre married, mm-hmm. meaning you're seriously dating or engaged, um, like come. We'd love to have you. Fifteen dollars for a couple. 
going to be a great date gonna night. going to be a great date night for everyone. Ted Cunningham is hysterical. You don't want to miss out. Yep. And we're really looking forward to being able to just bless some couples with this event. January 12th, it's mm-hmm. a Thursday night. Going to be kind of post-holiday. Be come home from the holidays. You can recover yeah. a little and then come see everybody and, and have a great night That's out. Right. So we'd love to see you there. Well, you guys, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, and uh, reminded that we have uh, a great hope mm-hmm. here at Christmas mm-hmm. because the God of this universe um, made himself nothing yep. and came down as a servant who would ultimately go to a cross, and that was the reason for which he was sent. That was his mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and to keep that in mind, because um, obviously he's the greatest gift. Mm-hmm. we can receive and I pray that everyone including us would be able to treasure the person of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. um, what a great gift um, the greatest of all gifts for all of us Absolutely, we're so grateful for you grateful that you have listened and would tune in to this podcast and we hope um, 2022 wraps up that you have a wonderful Christmas with your family um, we're excited about 2023. Mm-hmm. Who knows what the Lord will do, right? We yeah. go into every year with open hands and see what he's got for us. So Try. we're hopefully, prayerfully going to be back in 2023. But Trev, why don't you um, close out this episode with a prayer, close out 2022 for us yeah. and our listeners with a prayer. Yeah. Lord, thank you um, for this podcast. And thank you for everyone who has listened and I do pray that this Christmas season, that we just wouldn't be so busy and distracted with everything else that we forget to spend time with Christ. As we know from the New Testament account, you have Mary, Martha, Martha's busy serving, Mary's sitting at the feet of Jesus. Let us have those moments, those quiet moments to sit at the feet of Jesus and hear from him and learn of him and just be with him. And so thank you so much for the gift And really that gift is you gave yourself to us that we might be forevermore uh, joined to you uh, for eternity. So thank you um, for that. And we just thank you so much for every single couple. May you strengthen their relationship as they would ground and center their lives upon the person of Jesus Christ. And that is something that will be beneficial for their lives and their relationship forevermore. Thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, friends, thanks for listening and have a wonderful Christmas and a happy 2023. We'll see you next year. We'll see you next year. And there you have the final podcast um, of 2022 for the Family Huddle. Thank you so much for joining. Um, Travis and Stephanie were so gracious on the front end um, in their kind of explanation of my transition for those that don't know. And I'm super excited for all that God has in store for marriage ministries at Grace. Um, I think we will only continue to see um, God impacting homes, marriages, families, and just how the gospel will practically touch down and yeah, change people's hearts, which in turn um, begins to shift just the overall heart and temperature of relationships So thank you for letting me be part of things. Thank you for spending time with us. And again, I think it'll be a super smooth transition and you will be hearing back from the family huddle super soon. 
Um, again, this episode rolled out a little bit late, but please, hopefully it leads to some really good conversation even post-Christmas, pre-New Year's, um, and just allows for continued growth in how can I take what I know to be true about the gospel, what I know to be true about what the Bible says, about how I need to be treating people, and work itself out in the way I think about my spouse, in-laws, co-workers, family, etc. So again, thank you. Um, and share the episode, uh, send us messages if you have questions or comments. Um, and again, we will hopefully see you on January 12th at the couples event. That'll be one of my last, uh, last hurrahs with marriage ministries. Would love to see you there and we will see you soon. <laughs>